Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're currently traveling through Central America. We've already uh, traveled Orlando, uh, through Mexico, into Belize, into uh, Guatemala, into El Salvador, and then into Honduras. And we just got into Nicaragua a couple of days ago, and we're here in Lyon, which is a famous colonial uh, city. Very beautiful. So make sure you check out our pictures, videos, and blog posts on our website at uh, Daddy Blogger World Tour, and the website's daddyblogger.com. And as we're traveling, we actually love interviewing fellow digital nomad, fellow world travelers, and fellow entrepreneurs. And we actually have one on the show today. Her name is Summer, and uh, Summer is uh, working on an awesome project. It's a remote work retreat that's happening uh, this spring in Lake Attilan. And that's actually an amazing lake, one of the most beautiful lakes in the world. We were just there a couple of weeks ago. And uh, she's actually, the co-founder and director of events at Rebel and Connect. Uh, so we're going to be finding out about the company called Rebel and Connect, about uh, the remote work summit that's coming up, and also about Summer, her travels, her work. Uh, so Summer is actually over there in Colorado today. And tell us about how you're doing over there in beautiful Colorado today. Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for the introduction, Ricky. Um, I live here in Glenwood Springs, which is in between Aspen and Vail, for those of you that aren't familiar with Colorado. Um, it's beautiful outside, but we wish there was more snow. So <laughs> many people don't want snow, but we do. So send it over this way. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Send over the, uh, send over the snow over to Summer's neck of the woods. Uh, so Summer, uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better, uh, if you want to share a little bit more about yourself and your background. Yeah, so I've been working in events for the last uh, about 15 years, and I absolutely love doing it, um, especially because I feel like a lot of people have a hard time figuring out all the details and uh, get stressed out. And for me, it just makes me thrive. Uh, <laughs> and I absolutely love life. I believe in leading with love and, you know, always putting one foot in front of the other and always making forward progress. So, you know, leading life with a smile and giving compassion to all those around you. And I love to uh, help out wherever I can um, without trying to spread myself too thin. Um, one of the things that we have about the Remote Work Summit is that it is uh, all of the profits from the summit are going to NGOs in San Marcos, La Laguna, Guatemala. So that's something that I'm very passionate about is giving back to community in general, whether that looks like volunteering my time or whether that looks like putting on an event and donating the profits. So that's a little bit about me. I also, as you, I said earlier, I love snow. So I love snowboarding and spending time outside, which is why I uh, ended up here with my boyfriend in Glenwood Springs. Uh, we actually just moved here from elsewhere in Colorado about two months ago. So we love it. And um, I love working remotely for many reasons, uh, partially uh, schedule flexibility, location independence are some of the big ones. I do travel often. Um, I do like to have a home base. So I'd say like half the time I work at home and then half the time I work from wherever. <laughs> I used to say I work from Wi-Fi, but oftentimes I'm using a hotspot. So I've worked, you know, in Yellowstone National Park. I worked in Chicago on a bus. I work all over the place. So that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, 
you definitely have an awesome philosophy of life. I would love to hear, uh, Summer, about some of your travels. Uh, maybe you can share about some of the travels you've done, uh, maybe in the U.S., but also beyond on the international global level as well. Yeah, so I just got back from a trip to, it was on a cruise, but I got just got back from Jamaica and Haiti about a week ago. I uh, got to do some kayaking in Haiti and um, see some of the cool stuff that the locals make there. Um, obviously, Haiti is a country that needs money. And so going there and spending money at, in Haiti is helpful to them. Um, that's what I was told by the locals there. Uh, we were at Labadee and it's absolutely gorgeous. I got to learn a lot about um, Haiti while I was there on a kayak tour with one of the locals. And then in Jamaica, it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, I absolutely love traveling. Um, next year, the big trip plan is to go to Japan uh, during the winter so I can go snowboarding, probably hop over to Thailand, um, some other areas in that part of the world before we take the long flight back to Colorado. Um, our team is going to New Orleans for a collision conference in the end of April, beginning of May. Um, obviously, you know, we're going to Guatemala a month after that. Um, Charlie and Rachel, so our team's 100% remote, 99% of the time, except for, you know, when we're doing retreats. And uh, Charlie is based in the Jersey Shore. Rachel's based in Atlanta. And as you know, I'm based here in Colorado. And they are actually coming out to Colorado I think next week. So I'm hoping to rendezvous with both of them, even though they'll be in two different parts of the state and not where I live, <laughs> but going to plan to meet up with them. Um, I've been to Antigua. I've been to St. Thomas, lots of other Virgin Islands. I just, I have a really special place in my heart for St. Thomas and obviously very sad about what happened recently with the hurricane. Uh, but I've spent multiple weeks in St. Thomas, most of the years of my life growing up and Unfortunately, only a few times as an adult, but uh, we get busy and obviously travel other places. I'm going to Seattle, I think next month. And I just, I really love traveling and it's kind of all over the place. Switzerland, Germany, France, been a lot of different places. And the list of places I want to go is about as long as the places that I've been. Yes, uh, my list of places to go is definitely much, 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 much longer than the ones uh, that I beat to. And, uh, you know, it keeps growing every time I talk to people on the podcast. I keep hearing about new places and uh, cities and countries and destinations. So that list is pretty much never and never, never, never ending. I don't think I'll ever fully complete the bucket list. Exactly. <laughs> ever. So, so Summer, I would definitely recommend, I don't know, I don't know if you've come up to uh, my neck of the woods in Vancouver, BC, Canada, but we have Whistler, which is amazing for snow and amazing for snowboarding. Yeah, you guys have all the snow that I would like to have here in Colorado. So um, I, I do love Whistler. I actually learned how to snowboard in Whistler when I was 11. Um, so it holds kind of a dear place in my heart, but I haven't been back in a while. So that's also somewhere I'd like to go. Charlie just got back from Croatia maybe a month ago, and she said that was absolutely to die for. Um, and then the place that people keep going to Iceland. And I, I feel like I hadn't met anybody that had been to Iceland. And then all of a sudden, last year or two, it seems like all of my friends are going. So that's also pretty high up on the list. But I will definitely be coming back to Vancouver, hopefully in the next year or two. 
Awesome, awesome. We look forward to meeting you when you get up there. And, uh, you know, Iceland is definitely one of the hottest destinations, uh, so to speak, uh, right now, especially with travel bloggers. I see them posting about it uh, all over social media. And uh, like you said, it's pretty much booming in just the last couple of years. Uh, before, I was like, what Iceland? I didn't know is that big, uh, you know, all these amazing sites. So now I definitely want to go there as well. Uh, so, Summer, I would love to hear a little bit about the history and the origin of the company that you co-founded. Uh, Rebel and Connecta, you're the co-founder and director of events. Uh, maybe you can uh, share with us a little bit about the origin story. How did it start? How did you guys come together and uh, share us a little bit more about the background? Yeah, so um, Charlie and Rachel are my co-founders, uh, as I mentioned before. Charlie is our director of program development and Rachel is our director of travel. And we have all known each other for not quite, probably around 10, how does time fly? Probably around 10 years. Um, I guess I've probably known Rachel for 10 and Charlie closer to five or six. Um, I met, appropriately met Rachel on an airplane, our director of travel. Um, we were both flying from Colorado, from Denver to Atlanta uh, for a football game. And we met on the airplane and then ran into each other in another town the next day. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, I think we're meant to be friends. Um, Charlie and I met at a legit picnic, which is basically a barbecue, but way better. Um, so we met at a legit picnic and then they met through a mutual friend. And it wasn't until years later when Charlie and I were living together that we realized that we both knew Rachel. <laughs> so, um, after probably two or two years after Charlie moved out of, of, uh, living with me in Avon, um, she messaged me text, Facebook, I don't know. She messaged me and told me, hey, I want to start this business. I want to tell you my idea. I want you to be a part of it with me. And she did the same to Rachel. We met and um, both of us were doing a lot at the time. We're all kind of doing a lot all the time. Um, Rachel was a little bit hesitant. I was you know, hesitant to add anything to my plate. But also I know that Charlie has a really bright mind and I love her ideas and she's really thorough. So we met on Zoom and we chatted and we were blown away. Charlie had a, I don't know, 30 page PowerPoint, I don't know, something, maybe more than that. Uh, she had all this information. I mean, of course we didn't have a name of a company at the time, but she had all this information on the original plan and how we, how, why, blah, 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 et cetera. And she presented to us and told us, you know, why she wanted the two of us, why we we're the right fit for the position or you know, for the company and with our specific positions. And um, she said, okay, so I'll give you two days to marinate on that and then come back and tell me your thoughts. And I said, Charlie, I don't need time to marinate. I'm in. And Rachel was in. And so that started um, about a year and a half ago, I think. Um, our official birthday becoming an LLC once we you know chose the name and everything is uh, May May thirty first. So we just had our one year this past May, and we absolutely love what we're doing. Um, Charlie used to be a solopreneur and really had you know as a remote worker, people struggle with different things, and she was craving the connection that you don't sometimes get as a remote worker. Um, it's really easy to become an extension of your computer rather than use your computer as a tool. Uh, so that's something that we focus on is we want to make sure that we don't 
become a part of our computer, but that we ourselves use computer as a tool to network and to be global and to talk to people in other countries and to make connections and to plan events and go meet up in person. Uh, it's, you know, having that FaceTime with people is just so important. And it's, you know, it's really hard to put a number on it. It's hard to say, you know, this is what the ROI is. But, you know, I'm, I'm personally working on a podcast series right now uh, that interviews companies that use retreats. It's what, called Why Remote, Why Retreats for Remote Teams Are All the Rage. And you know, we have, have three of them that are live by now, one with Buffer, one with Tortuga Backpacks, and one with Retrium. And I've got a few that are already recorded, not released yet. And then anybody that is listening and wants to be part of that, if they fit the bill, please reach out to me and we can get something recorded as well. But um, yeah, so basically we wanted to make sure that remote workers weren't pushed to the wayside. We also see that the remote working space, even though it's nothing new, it's kind of a blue ocean because it's not it's becoming more widespread, but it's, it hasn't traditionally been. So um, a lot of people, you know, telecommuted and that's really a dead term now. Every time, every, every now and then you hear somebody say that they telecommute and it just kind of makes me laugh because it's kind of a dead, it's kind of dead jargon. Um, <clears throat> but we have a, a Facebook group as well, which is remote leadership think tank. And it's a group of leaders of remote teams from all over the world that are in there. We've got Think Tank Lives, as I'm sure you know. Um, Charlie facilitates the Think Tank Lives, and we have trainings usually two days a week that are, they've all been really quality. Um, so if, if anybody is a remote leader, we'd love to have you come join our Facebook group. Um, the group, as it grows, gets better because there are more brains in there. There are more, there's more experience in there. There's people to talk about their experiences. There's, you know, people asking, this is what I'm having trouble with. And it's a community to solve problems, to teach people and to feel connected. So it's, it's a really wonderful place that, you know, we started not very long ago and it's been rapidly growing. So obviously something's happening right there. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for sharing a little bit of the background. Uh, maybe you could share with uh, a little bit about the origin of the name as well. It's a unique name. Uh, tell us a little bit more. Yeah. So we are, well, it took a, a long time to figure out the name, as I'm sure anybody can guess, because when you do branding, it's something that sticks with you forever, hopefully. Um, we finally came up with a name because we, we are rebels, you know, not just you know myself individually, the two of us, we're rebels because we're traveling and working because we don't work in an office. I, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily feel rebellious to some people sometimes, but it's true. We're all rebels and, you know, we're, we're rebels, our team members, we're rebels in other ways as well. And, you know, we just really thought that that was a suiting term. Um, and then connect. So it's, as I've mentioned, really important to be connected. And we all strive the human connection. Um, it's important to be connected to yourself, others, and the planet. And that's something that we really stress within our company that's part of our values. Um, so Rebelling Connect was born and our logo, um, it, it's obviously you can't see it right now, uh, unless you're on the website. <laughs> But our logo actually has the bark of an aspen tree is the background, what it's meant to look like. And 
that I'm sure that probably doesn't strike everybody that looks at it and that's fine, but we know it's there. Um, and Aspen tree, I'm actually wearing an Aspen leaf. Um, Aspen trees are very special to me, to our team as a whole for a lot of reasons. Um, and the biggest reason for me is that the Aspen trees, you see, you know, tree here, tree here, tree here. It looks like there's, you know, 20, 40, 60 trees, but they're really all connected. So underground, the trees are connected. It's one organism. They have to work together and work as a team. So that's a little background there. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, about the journey uh, in business because, uh, you know, typically we'd hear business, we hear all the good stuff, but, uh, you know, life in business, life as an entrepreneur is definitely up and down. You got your peaks, your valleys, and everything in between. So maybe you can share with us some of the highlights over the last uh, 18 months or so, uh, you know, coming up to two years in May. And also some of the lowlights and some of the struggles and difficulties, uh, you know, that would be relevant uh, to other entrepreneurs who are just starting out. Yeah, so um, I'd say some of the highlights are that we are meeting really cool people. And, um, you know, as I mentioned, Remote Work Summit before, it is a 100% profits go to the NGOs. And the reason why the profits are going to be able to be, you know, as high as they will be is because everybody that is a part of the event is donating their time unless they actually live in the San Marcos, La Laguna, Guatemala area. So all of the speakers, we have speakers from Microsoft, Dell, ADP, PeopleG2, FreeUp. There's a, a long list. I won't try to name them all. Um, all of these people are volunteering their time. Um, you know, We're providing lodging for our speakers and they're donating their time. They're getting their plane ticket. They're coming out there to help support these NGOs. So seeing how will how willing people are to give back and to share themselves with the world and with other remote leaders is amazing. Um, those are some highlights around you know the summit. Also, it's really great working with two other women who are motivated, who are smart, who are just really cool individuals. And we're all very different. Um, than each other, which is important because it would be boring otherwise. Uh, but we're all, you know, we we'll all have similarities. We all like location independence. We all like the flexibility. We all like to travel. Charlie likes to work from home most of the time and Rachel's on the road more than I am. So um, Rachel's oftentimes connecting while she's walking the dog or she's in the car, her boyfriend's driving and she's working and um, there's, it's really cool to learn things from other people. I mean, I have always wanted to start a business and I mean, you know, I've had my own lawn mowing service and I've done a little bit of, you know, entrepreneurial type of things, but I always wanted to start a business that meant something. And I never knew who I knew I didn't want to do it alone, but I never knew who the right people were. And obviously depending on who the people are, the business would be something different. Um, and I'm just really blessed to have the experience of sometimes I need to be yelled at. You know, we we yell at each other, not in an angry, you know, I hate you type of way, but like, no, that's not okay. And it's really helpful to see somebody else's opinion on something. It's like, I'm like, oh, this is a great idea. And I have two other brands to help me make the idea better. And I think I have, you know, a really great way of doing something. And for instance, Charlie is really great with systems. 
I used to be very reluctant to use systems at all um, since I'm very much of a kind of a free spirit wandering type of soul. And um, she's really shown me the value of systems, whether that be in business or in personal life. And so I've learned a lot from them. I've learned a lot from just the necessities, the necessary things that you have to learn when you're running a business, because we a are bootstrapping. So there's, that's hard. <laughs> um, and in addition to that, we've had to learn all sorts of things along the way. For instance, our website. Um, I like it. Um, we all made it. The three of us did everything on the website. We didn't hire anybody to do anything. Uh, we've done everything from editing the podcast to creating graphics to posting everything. None of us, I mean, I had a little bit of experience in some computer design type of stuff, but that was, you know, more than 10 years ago in college and I hadn't touched it. So I really didn't have a ton of experience and neither did they. And we have learned. So some of the highlights are really just learning and connecting and growing. Um, and then some of the lowlights, um, the first things that come to mind are bad experiences that we've had with technology. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, it can be as small as, you know, Charlie was trying to do a think tank live I don't know, a week ago and they were getting such a bad snowstorm in New Jersey that her internet kept cutting in and out and she had to reschedule. And that's not a huge one, but that's like, you know, a tech thing. And another thing that we had is, so we were using, um, we've used a few different websites like Closer, um, it's it's basically intended to be sales professionals that go and connect with people for you and make sales and then obviously pay them. Um, and they, to put it nicely, were not organized. They didn't deliver on their promises. And then when we asked for a refund, we had to go through the bank because they were, said no, even though they didn't deliver, we got our money back. But that's a struggle. It's like, okay, we didn't really want to spend the time on trying to get the money back when we already spent the time trying to use the product that didn't help us. And, um, you know, we, we had had been using autopilot to send out emails and it's the, it, the layout looks great and it in theory is great, but it wasn't working the way that it was supposed to be working and messages weren't being sent and they had horrible customer service and we kind of had to do the same thing. They weren't, weren't talking to us, weren't helping us missed, missed calls with, okay, we're having tech issues. And then they set up an appointment and never showed up for a call and just, just all sorts of things like that. So I'd, I'd say tech is one of them. Um, and then one of the things that, I wouldn't say it's a highlight or a low light, but just something I've learned is that it's really important to, when you're a start a startup or a business of any sort, really, to be able to pivot. You know, you may, whether you're making a product or whether you have a service, whatever it is that you do, there's always, you always need to pivot. It's depending, you know, what do the customers want? What is going on in the world that may need, makes you need to change things? and being flexible to let your idea transform into something else instead of just know this is what we're doing. And I think that's something part of 
what makes business thrive is being open to making changes and being available to recognize that that's doesn't mean anything negative about yourself or your business. It just means that something new is needed. It could be something additional. It could be something different, but that's, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Some great, great lessons there. Uh, especially, I love your whole concept about the pivoting. Uh, we've seen it in the last few decades of companies that don't pivot and adapt, uh, they die out. Uh, we see them with Blockbuster and, uh, you know, like a lot of uh, uh, like Sony Walkmans, for example, and uh, Kodak and, you know, you can name it on and on and on. And a lot of companies that haven't pivoted and adapted, uh, they definitely die out or they struggle. And the ones that pivoted quick and are trailblazers, they are definitely the trailblazers and successful. Uh, so uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, is common nowadays and trending is this whole area of remote work. And many companies are pivoting uh, to this area. Uh, so tell us maybe some of the benefits for the company uh, to uh, hire remote workers. And of course, there's all of these benefits uh, to the workers. So maybe firstly, let's cover the company benefits. Why would a company uh, maybe consider remote workers as their business model? Um, so as a main business model, I mean, there's obviously a lot of different, you know, things that are helpful for the company. But, you know, for one, the, you can hire from a bigger talent pool. You can hire anybody across the globe as opposed to, you know, it, it really helps small towns, which includes, you know, the mountain town I live in because it gives, you know, people the opportunity to have different types of jobs. Um, as opposed to having to do something in the service industry or some like in you know restaurant or something like that, or having to um, you know work at the ski resort, uh, doing something. Um, Charlie, Charlie, for instance, she lives in New Jersey. Um, the town that she lives in thrives on like basically three months of business, and then they really have a nothing um, income wise because it is seasonal. Um, it's short season, but. Um, company benefits, sorry, remote work improves employee satisfaction uh, a lot. 79% uh, of people want to work from home, and then 36% chose remote work options over a pay raise. Um, so 80% of people consider this to be a perk. Um, company mm -hmm. benefits also, uh, it reduces attrition. So 46% of the remote work companies report less attrition, and 72% report increased retention. Um, it reduces unscheduled absences uh, by 63%. Employers save 1,800 per employee per year or 300 billion a year for U.S. companies. Um, also increases productivity by 30 to 45%, which saves businesses $600 billion a year. Um, and then uh, employers can save up to 50 to 68 million in real estate costs as well because there's no overhead of having the office. And like I said, expanding the global, the talent pool, um, the numbers there, 70% of workers report that remote work options are important when choosing their next job. Um, and, you know, I was just talking with a friend that I reconnected with after a while on um, LinkedIn, because uh, I just saw, I was like, oh, I was looking at this company and I realized you work there, you know, what's going on? And he was like, oh yeah, well, the reason that, you know, I realized after five years at my other job, I needed a change and... I was like, oh, what, you know, what made you do that? I'm like, good for you. I'm glad because a lot of people get stuck and stay stagnant. And then when you're stuck, you don't grow. Um, so he mentioned to me a lot of different reasons. And he's like, and I get to work remotely so I can travel. So that's just, you know, another affirmation of you know, the employees want it and the businesses can save a ton of money.
Awesome. I love all the stats as well. That's uh, phenomenal. So if any companies out there listening, uh, you know, jump on board and uh, check out those stats. Uh, uh, you know, you, you know, the one you mentioned, uh, you know, com- uh, people would actually have a less pay w- with the opportunity of working remotely. So, yeah, some amazing stats today, Summer. Uh, so you guys are actually creating this incredible summit uh, with this whole uh, remote uh, work um, area, the field. Uh, maybe tell us about uh, the summit itself. Uh, when is it? Uh, where is it? Uh, what's it about? Uh, you know, why should people attend? Uh, maybe give us the 101 on the summit. Yeah, so our Bell and Connect is putting on Remote Work Summit, and it's an annual event. So every year it's in a new place. And something that is not as known, is not as common knowledge as I would hope, is that, you know, when you go to a place and you're vacationing there, for instance, obviously you are giving back to the local economy but you're also taking away from the local economy. So it's really important to give back on top of that. Um, so every t- year that we do the Remote Work Summit, we are donating 100% of the profits, as I mentioned before, to NGOs. And this year, our NGOs, our NGOs are um, Kono Hell and Thinkas Buenas. And they're in San Marcos, La Laguna, Guatemala, where the event is. And what they focus on is... Um, you know, reducing malnutrition in rural Guatemala, because that's a really big issue there. And it's, you know, not just handing, here's money, here's food, teaching these people how to be sustainable in that respect, Um, teaching them how to provide for themselves, teaching them how to grow the food, teaching them all these different things that can help them to thrive and then boost their economy. Um, So our remote work summit is focused on leadership, team building and company culture. It's a curated invitation-only event for remote leaders. So if you are interested in coming, uh, there's an application. It's a quick application to tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your company, and why you want to come. So we encourage people to fill out applications. And it is, as you mentioned, it's in a few months. It starts on May 31st, goes to June 4th, and it is right on Lake Atalon. So San Marcos, La Laguna is on Lake Atalon, and it's absolutely stunning. As you said, I haven't been there yet, uh, but obviously I've seen pictures. Rachel's been there four or five times, and we are absolutely pumped. Uh, the theme of the event is unplug from unplug from technology and plug into life. Um, as I mentioned before, you know we don't want people to become extensions of their computers. And our event is a destination-style remote leadership summit, and we are, as I mentioned, on um, on a mission to empower remote leaders and to end malnutrition in rural Guatemala. So it's got a nice blend of work, play, rest. Um, we've got professional and personal development, cultural immersion, and we have adventure travel. Um, we have everybody that comes also gets a, a bunch of other things. Uh, you know, obviously, like I said, work, play, rest, that harmony. Uh, so when you get there, first off, we have our you know, first day, Thursday, the 31st is a travel day. Um, everybody that gets a ticket gets transportation from the Guatemala, Guatemala City Airport by bus and then by boat to get to Eagles Retreats, uh, which is the name of the retreat space that we're using. Um, Greg is the owner, and he very generously donated the space as well so that we can give back to the community. And uh, so that first night, uh, we are going to have a Strangers to Friends kickoff party. 
Um, Carlin Shaw is leading that party and she is Carlin the Connector. She's well known for connecting people um, with others. And, um, you know, she has, I've been to one of her events. Uh, she hosts them currently in Denver and I've been to one of her events and you can really tell that everybody's engaged. Um, it's, it's just bound to be a great way to start off the event. Uh, and then we have both mornings, Friday and Saturday, we have yoga sessions. So it's included in your ticket. Uh, you get to do yoga on the platform, looking out onto Lake Atalan. So obviously very relaxing and great for, you know, your body. Leaders who practice yoga on a regular basis can expect to have increased peace of mind, reduced stress, and it also increases confidence and creativity. So we figured might as well um, start with the yoga in the morning. Then the Friday, we have leadership and team building sessions. And studies show that extraordinary leaders, the top you know, 10% more than doubled their company profits when compared to the other 90% of leaders. So uh, might as well make yourself an extraordinary leader. Uh, we've got sessions going on that day that are about remote leadership. Um, and then um, the confirmed speakers that we have that day are Janice Chaka. She is um, part of the career introvert and she does career coaching service. So she's doing personality puzzles how to lead multiple personality types effectively into a virtual workplace. So that sounds really exciting. I got to actually um, have a chat with Janice, I think two days ago, and she's got a great energy as well. Um, then Carrie Power is uh, with Automatic and she's doing a remote team building information session. Liz Scully of Rethink Central is doing a remote leadership information session as well. And uh, Brad Richardson, he's a co-founder of Walkabout Collaboration. Uh, we've had a, a few great chats and he's a really awesome guy. Um, so he's going to be doing a session as well. And then that night, we are lucky enough to have a cultural showcase. So we have uh, the night started by people from Conohal and Fincas Buenas, our two NGOs that we're working with. They're going to share with us about what they do. And then afterwards, we're going to have a traditional Mayan fire ceremony by a local elder. And he's been you know, doing this for a long time. Um, and, you know, these are really powerful ceremonies. And then afterwards, we're going to have music and dance on the platform to enjoy the night and uh, kind of unwind. Saturday, as I mentioned, starts with a yoga session again. And then we've got company culture sessions on Saturday. Um, studies show that healthcare expenditures at high pressure jobs are nearly 50% greater than at other organizations and companies with happy employees outperform the competition by 20% earn 1.2 to 1.7 more than peer firms and are 2.1% above industry benchmarks. So it really helps to have a great company culture. And, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day and it was really sad to hear him say that he doesn't think that there are companies out there anymore that care about company culture. Luckily I'm around people all the time that do care. And, you know, if you are a top company, you do care. So, you know, definitely it, it's important to, um, value the people on your teams. And that day we'll have Chris Dyer from, he's the CEO and founder of People G2. Um, he's going to do a pillars of company culture for us. Uh, we've got Susan Schmitz and she is a chief of people strategy at Dell. She's going to do a diversity and inclusion remote company culture information session. 
Um, Stacey Elliott, she's with Microsoft. She's the executive communications director. She's doing a remote company culture information session as well. And then Marty Imes is also doing a similar session. Um, he's the founder consultant and cultural culture builder of Culture Stoke. And they're a really awesome company with a great blog as well. Um, so that's what's going on on Saturday. And then we have our cultural immersion excursions. Um, lots of different opportunities to help out the area. Um, so fortune.com explains that increased trust helps people feel more connected, more supported and happier over time. And, you know, as I'm sure most people watching love Tony Robbins because he's really awesome. Um, he says it best. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can handle at any given moment. So we're going to jump in and do these cultural immersions so that we can actually experience the culture there. So the options that you have are painting the town with Fingus Buenas. Um, their mission is to paint San Marcos, La Laguna, Guatemala, um, paints walls, houses, schools, churches with pictures and history of the village. And it's, you know, they're hoping that it's going to inspire the people in the economically disadvantaged areas of San Marcos, La Laguna, Guatemala. So bringing, you know, putting a smile on faces. Um, Mayan cooking class with Kona Hell. So the local women are going to teach different cooking techniques and you can prepare local uh, dishes that they have there. So that's I one of my favorite things about traveling is going and trying different food, trying local food. Um, it, I love checking out music, checking out food, trying different beers, just experiencing what life is like in that place. Um, you know, I'd rather go and experience the place by walking around and meeting people rather than signing up for a tour to do something commercial. Um, and then we also have ICAT textile weaving as the third option. So um, you also would learn about that. It's a Malaysian style of textile weaving. And then that night, um, we have a cacao music dance party. Um, cacao, it's about cacao movement, music, nature. Uh, Rachel actually got to experience the cacao music dance party when she was there. Uh, it's actually something that uh, Eagles Retreats puts on I'm not sure if it's once a week or once a month, but uh, we're really excited. We're going to, um, you know, the cacao releases feel-good emotions, and it's meant to be a heart opener. So it's something that I don't really have an experience with myself, so I'm really excited, like I said, to try something new, to experience the culture there. And it's, you know, it's something with the movement and the music and the cacao, it brings together our highest selves. So it's definitely going to be a night for all of us to shine and really get centered with ourselves and enjoy. And then Sunday is our natural immersion excursion day. Um, so nature is really important. Um, nature really is the best nurture. As I said, I, I love to go snowboarding and hiking and do things outside and it really energizes me and makes me wanna do more awesome things. Um, keeping, I really think that the work, play, rest, harmony is super important. Um, you know, with, if you don't have the harmony, it's really hard to really have the drive the way that I think is necessary. So um, the natural immersion excursions, um, they re nature reduces anxiety and depression. It decreases stress, increases energy, increases your immune system functioning, lowers your risk of diabetes by 50%, increases vitamin D production, reduces obesity, reduces symptoms of ADD lowers the risk of a heart attack by 
and it lowers the risk of colon cancer by 30%. So we're going to get outside and enjoy nature. And the three different options that we have are um, tool reed planting with Jonas Frears. So Lake Atalon is, uh, as you know, very large. It's the third largest freshwater lake in the country. And um, it's getting really um, polluted with algae and everything. So the tool planting is a natural filter and it controls the um, bacteria bloom. And it's going to, it helps to enhance the habitat for different fish and other um, animals that live in the lake. So helping the lake. Um, another thing is an educational nature walk with Jay Jackson. And then if you are a risk, risk taker and like to do more, you know, high intensity stuff, there's a cliff jumping and kayaking tour that you can choose as well. Um, and then we are going to round out the weekend with a Sunday night. We have two panels going on, um, a remote work expert panel on business development that's moderated by Jacqueline Jensen. And we have uh, Mark Johnson, uh, who's a partner and designer at Motel, Dylan Sheeman, CEO at SitePen, um, and then Ta Taylor Coyle, and she is a marketing and strategy at Tortuga Backpacks, and um, one panelist yet to be named. And then Gretchen Pleshaw, she is uh, remote, doing the remote work expert panel on HR and, op HR and operations. And uh, Rachel is, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> is it Gretchen is an actress and also does a lot of interviewing of uh, celebrities, particularly uh, um, some of them in the sports realm. She actually just, so um, Aspen, which is just down the road from here, uh, did just have the X Games wrap up a couple days ago and Gretchen was interviewing people at the X Games. So it's, you know, one of her strengths as well. Um, and she's got the two panelists that are confirmed for her panel are Trina Huffling, and she's a transformational change agent at Smart Workplace. And then Matt Kahn, and he's a CEO and founder of Different Hunger. So um, it, like I said, it's over on June 4th. Um, June 4th is actually our, a travel day. Um, you know, we want to make sure that people aren't just, just trying to rush, relax, travel and enjoy. So that's a general synopsis, but I can't even tell you how awesome that's going to be. Wow. Uh, you know, just that summary alone uh, makes you want to jump uh, onto the website and uh, grab that ticket. Uh, it's a phenomenal uh, area of the world, uh, Lake Atilan. Uh, we had a chance to spend uh, only about three days there. Uh, uh, we checked out some of the major towns. You mentioned San Marcos, San Pedro, Santiago. There's actually two volcanoes or we're looking this lake and it's just spectacular uh, from a scenic aesthetic point of view with the sunsets and uh, you mentioned things like uh, rowing and swimming and uh, volcano climbing and all the the stuff you can do in uh, San Marcos. Uh, you mentioned um, Conohel and uh, ironically enough we actually interviewed the directors of Conohel on our podcast. I'll actually have the link below. Uh, they're a lovely couple who are actually running the organization. We had a chance to eat um, lunch at their uh, restaurant, uh, their nonprofit there, uh, the Conohel restaurant, which is right along the main, um, kind of the traveler strip there, uh, the main lane. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like a phenomenal um, week of events and activities and learning and growth and connection uh, and more. So uh, uh, Summer, if people want to do a, grab a ticket to the summit and also connect with you guys on your website, your Facebook, Facebook group, your podcast, your social media. Maybe you could tell us a little bit more about all those different ways that they can connect appropriately enough with your company, which has the word connect in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's obviously a lot of ways to get in touch. Um, if you want to send an email, 
general email would just go to info at rebellandconnect.co. <clears throat> or if you want to send myself one or Charlie or Rachel, it's just our first name at rebellandconnect.co. Our website is obviously www.rebellandconnect.co. And then, um, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, another good way to get in touch with us is social media. It's Rebel and Connect, but the and is spelled out with an A-N-D. And that's for all platforms. Um, obviously, we have a LinkedIn, we have a LinkedIn, a Twitter, uh, Instagram, and a Facebook page. And then we also, as I mentioned before, have that Facebook group, which uh, the way to get to the Facebook group, if you are a remote leader and want to connect, is bit.ly slash remote work connect. And uh, the way to get to the event website is bit.ly slash remote work summit. So we made it nice and easy for you. And uh, yeah, so love to hear from anybody that has any questions for the event or anybody that wants to connect for any other reasons. Um, love, we love collaboration. So love to touch base. Awesome. Well, thanks so much uh, for being on the show today. You've been uh, very inspirational and very educational. All I uh, can't believe your brain can contain all these. <laughs> facts and uh, you, you know statistics and all that's very informative uh, for me as the host and of course for all the people who are listening and watching so uh, thanks summer for your time today and uh, thanks for connecting with us here on the yep. podcast awesome you have a great day ricky you as well summer and i'll, I'll actually have those links below everyone so uh, if you're interested in that retreat or just to find out more about summer about the company about the podcast about the facebook group etc all those links below so you'll be able to click right through uh so thanks everyone for tuning in uh, to this episode uh live here from uh, leon nicaragua and uh, we were just in guatemala so highly recommend the summit and uh, you know uh, checking out uh, 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 guatemala just generally and traveling this area it's amazing so make sure you follow us, all, uh, follow us as well uh, we're at daddyblogger.com and uh, once again, uh, digitalnomadmastery.com. So thanks, everyone, and thanks, Summer. We'll catch up with you guys in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery.